Welcome everyone to the Proven Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Church. I'm a music producer from Northeast Ohio. I began this weekly interview series to give you different perspectives from artists, producers, engineers, and other individuals in the music industry. In each episode, we touch on not only what has helped the person succeed, but we also touch on what has shaped them into the person that they are today. I hope you're able to gain some real proven knowledge from the show and that it helps elevate you on your own journey to success as well. Let's get into it. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 193 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. Today, I welcomed another part two episode guest. She was on episode 48. You might have known her by her former alias, Aliyah Lane. Today, she goes by Hey Serena. She joined me today. Still residing in Nashville. Um, she's originally from Ohio. We got connected a few years ago. Um, like I said, I don't think we've really had a real discussion since 2021, since that first episode, but it was awesome to catch up with her today. She talked about, you know, the differences between the Alaya Lane brand and the Hey Serena brand, really shifting in genre as far as her own music and own producing, but also what she's been doing in the world of DJing, uh, picking up that as a skill. We had a deep dive into, you know, the differences between the different types of gigs that she has booked over the last couple years. Um, You know, the creative freedom you have with doing clubs and things like that versus doing more structured corporate events um, and kind of how she balances the two. She also talked about, you know, the people she's been working with recently, delegating tasks and how working with others can definitely help open up your creative palette and free up space and what she's been doing outside of music to free her mind recharge and come back with a new sense of purpose and be able to create freely um it's always great to catch up with serena um definitely love what she's doing still and i think she's got a lot of exciting new things coming up which you know it's going to be cool to watch so without further ado let's get into this one welcome everyone to episode 193 here on the proven knowledge podcast today we have another returning guest part two episode she was on episode 48 back in 2021. You might know her by her other name, Aliyah Lane, uh, that she was on last time. Now goes by Hey Serena. Serena, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing very good. How are you doing? Doing great. And like I said, you know, thanks for you know agreeing to come back on the show and do this update. And uh, you know, for those that might not have heard that first episode. Uh, just give some background, you know, how long have you been doing music? How did you get into it initially? Just kind of reintroduce yourself for those that might not be familiar with you and what you do. Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you for having me on here. I'm honored. Um, so, yeah, back in 2021, I was going by the name Aliyah Lane, and I was releasing R&B, mostly R&B hip-hop music. Um more so leaning towards the R&B genre. And I was producing all my own stuff and learning how to mix my own stuff. Probably wasn't the best at it back then, but was still trying. Mm-hmm. And um, I think in 2021, I was also doing a lot of, quite a bit of shows too, quite a bit of live shows. Um, I know that was post-COVID, so... Actually, no, I wasn't doing that many shows. I was just producing and I was putting out music. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm based out of Nashville, Tennessee. And um, 
originally from Ohio, looking to slowly get back to Ohio. And yeah, I think that's that's mostly a recap mm. of me. I think also back in maybe it was 2022, I started to pick up the DJ board. I'm not sure if we had discussed that back on the other episode. I don't. I DJing or yeah, not. I don't. I don't think so. I think it might have been in the cards. Like you were going to plan to do it eventually, but you hadn't got into okay. it at the time. I definitely want to touch on that here in a bit uh, in the middle of the episode. But the first thing I'm intrigued about is the name switch. Because I remember on the first episode, you said that Serena was your real actual name. And then when I saw you did mm-hmm. the change... What exactly led to the change of the name? Was it just you wanted to go more of, you know, you as an individual and use your own name, or was it something else? Well, um, to be honest, like, the Elaine didn't feel right to me. Every time I would, I would tell people my name, and the whole reason why I went by Elia Lane was because there's nobody else out there with that name on Spotify or any other. Um, streaming platforms so it was really easy for people to type it in and it'd be the first one whereas Mm. when I was going under Serena there was like 30 different Serenas and then it was like complicated to get people to go to page and it was just extra time that was so that was the original reason as to why I went by this other name but the older I've gotten and um, the more wise (laughs) (laughs) Um, Aliyah Lane just didn't seem to sit right with me so like when I started DJing I kind of started seeing music in a different way of especially with BPMs like 120 BPM through 130 BPM is like ideal for people who want to feel good I've learned Um, so that I I don't know when I started DJing I just started seeing the whole scene and the music in kind of a different light and all my old stuff under Aliyah Lane was kind of hard to spin live. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when I'm playing like when I'm playing dance songs from Dua Lipa and then I go into, um, I don't know, I go into like an old Mac. Michael Moore. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Well, who's the guy? I'm blanking. Mac Miller. Holy Mac crap. Miller, yeah. Then yeah. I go into him, <laughs> and yeah, I go into him, and yeah, people love it. They do love it, but they stop dancing. It's like harder to dance hmm. from Dua Lipa to Mac Miller. So um, I started seeing that, and then I would play my own stuff, and it was it was hard for people to to kind of like groove to so all of that build up and all of the thoughts I just wanted to say you know what I'm not going to completely delete Eliane Lane I might still release music under her maybe like more experimental stuff um but I think I'm going to switch now that I'm DJing and my goals have kind of changed I'm going to switch to this new me Hmm. like it's it's actually me i'm using my actual name so that's kind of the reason yeah long drawn out no that makes that makes total sense though and i think it's kind of like um it's like the two different worlds you know what i mean so i think that i think that actually makes sense kind of reinvent yourself a little bit in that way uh i agree with that too i think that uh like 
even if the music is all like really good music, I think certain music is good for just listening to casually or just like you want to get lost in thought. It might not be like you're going to go party to this. You know what I mean? So I, I can feel that too. Like I'm not a DJ. I don't know anything about that, but I've heard that like certain music for certain crowds and certain situations is kind of the way to go too. And like being able to read the room and see like, you know, if I play this next, what's going to be the reaction? You know what I mean? And it could be like, even if I feel like even if you personally as the DJ is like feeling that song, if the room doesn't respond, it's like, ah man, like, damn. Yeah. So what is, what is that like? What has that been like for you? Like being able to do that and then see how people react to it live. Cause that's obviously got to be an experience. It's definitely an experience. It's definitely eye-opening, and I've learned a lot from it. I hate it whenever I have that same situation you just explained when mm-hmm. I'm. it's like people are dancing, and then I switch to another song, and it's like just energy drops. And it's not even a bad song, but it's like, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just something about the vibe of the room, and, and, it's, and, and as a DJ spinning that, it's always like, ah, oh, no, no, no. And then you want to like switch it as quickly as you possibly can. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, it hits the heart a little bit. Whenever yeah. there's like a kind of, it's, I call it a party foul because there's no awkward silence or anything, but it's just, it kind of kills you inside a little mm. bit. So um, yeah, so like, that's why I've been trying to make more dance songs because they just, Something about the four on the floor, it just hits when you're DJing. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to listen to four on the floor when I'm just in my car going to the grocery store. Like, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear some like, chill, like Isaiah Rashad, some <laughs> nice hip-hop stuff. Mm-hmm. But Isaiah Rashad does not go hard when I'm DJing, unfortunately. <laughs> There's just different music for different times and places. Like, that's just all there is to it, I think, at the end of the day. Um, for sure. For, for, for you, sure. are you, like, in between gigs, are you putting together sets just at random? Like, you might hear a bunch of stuff, put it all together, and then try to do the mix beforehand? Or, like, how are you doing these shows? Like, how are you getting prepared for them, uh, you know, in the meantime while you're waiting? Could be hours before or a couple mm-hmm. days before. Like, how do you prepare for the shows? Whenever it depends on the show, whenever I'm doing a club or a bar, um, I, I'm definitely more nervous than whenever I have to do like a private event. Um, like I just had to do a private event two nights ago and I didn't really even prep for it because a lot of times the private events, these people just want to hear like their favorite songs, mm. you know, like they don't care about the mixing. They don't care about the mashups. They just hired it. DJ to come and play music at their event and they want you to play Kesha or Britney Spears and that's it like do not play your own music do not play your own mixes and to be honest like I guess that makes it easier Mm -hmm. for me but at the same time it makes it more boring for me so I'm actually trying to steer away from like private events and private events include anything from like birthday parties weddings like um all, all those type of events like i'm kind of trying to steer go the other way <laughs> but they do pay they they pay so yeah. that helps um but whenever i'm doing a club or um a bar 
I'm so nervous and I definitely prep for that. So, um, like I actually got this really cool gig in Cincinnati over Christmas at this place called, uh, the cobblestone OTR. And it was such a vibe. It was like this cool little, like kind of like craft bar speakeasy type place, but it was like so lit, like it was small, but there's like 150, 200 people in that place. And they never have people dancing. And like, we were like dancing. Like it was like such a vibe. And I got to play all, like I played my own remixes. I got to do my own mashups. And I also got to play hip hop at that event. So with that one, I prepped beforehand. I practiced beforehand. I had most of my songs in order. Sometimes like people would do requests and then you go out of order. Um, but right now I'm working on um, an hour set for like festivals and hopefully sending it to booking agents and see how it goes. Hmm. So that one I'm definitely prepping for, but uh, we'll see. Hey there, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a quick minute out to let you know about a couple different ways that you can support the podcast. One of the ways is by clicking that support the podcast button within your streaming platform. That is if you want to be a monthly supporter of the show, you can contribute either $0.99, cents, $5, or $10 a month. So that's the first way, and that's the more traditional way that we've had now for the last couple years. The other method that we actually just recently introduced is from our good friends over at Coffee. Coffee is a virtual tip jar. We have set our limit to a minimum of $10, but you can go make one-time, one-off donations. So if you visit coffee.com backslash the Proven Knowledge Podcast, you'll be able to donate. And all these different forms of donation go towards getting new guests every single week, getting potential sponsors on board to do giveaways, and overall just making the show better for you guys. So if you want to do that coffee link, it's ko-fi.com backslash the Proven Knowledge Podcast. Otherwise, again, look for that support the podcast button in your streaming platform if you'd like to be a monthly supporter. And I just want to say thank you guys for your contributions. And without further ado, let's get back into the episode. I was going to say, it, it. I've always thought about that too, about the difference between doing like, like you said about clubs and things like that, or just doing a wedding, because it definitely is like a night and day difference. And I definitely, I know for sure, because I've been, uh, having worked at a uh, country club, I know like weddings and like what they do for them. And they'll just go get whoever they want and just be like, here's the songs we need. Put these in here. We, this is all we need right here. So it's like very like to the point and there's no like creative freedom given at all. It's just like, here, we're hiring you to do this, do this. That's all we need. So like, yeah, yeah, it definitely, it definitely, I think is good to have like the best of both worlds too, because like you said, those, those gigs pay. So that's good. But then if you go do clubs and things like that, you're getting more creative freedom and you can do more of what you like to do as a DJ personally, uh, and mix in your own music, mix in your own taste to it as well. Um, so I, I like that. And that you kind of answered like, cause I was going to go there and then you, you answered it as well. And I was like, yeah, I like, I like, um, getting to talk about the differences between the two. Cause I knew that there, there had to be some distinct ones. Um, but congratulations yeah. on all of that. Cause that's super, super awesome. So thank you. 
Thank you. Yeah, the club and the venues, uh, sometimes they're not the same in pay as these private events. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I feel like I'm kind of taking a cut, but I know in the long run, they're much better for me because, um, first off, I'm getting more exposure at these clubs. Secondly, um, I don't have to worry about like if I'm playing vulgar music, cause you know, like at weddings and stuff, you got like the bride's grandmother sing in the front and she don't want to hear WAP by Cardi B. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so like, uh, at the club, like you said, there's definitely more freedom, but also I feel like I have more exposure there and I do feel like it's a stepping stone to get to bigger venues mm-hmm. and opening, maybe potentially opening for bigger acts. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because what festival so. season usually starts around what springtime, so it's probably a yeah. lot of different things coming up. Uh, I'm sure a lot of that is going to be super great and opportunity wise for you coming up. So that's going to be I super cool. So. so that's awesome. Yeah, I um, hope so. I know. I know. We talked even before we started recording about you know you you've been wanting to work with other people, different producers, things like that, sending off your own music to work with people. Is there anybody that you are working with currently that you want to shout out? Um, could be, you know, you're actively working with them on material or you have things coming up. Like anybody you want to give a shout out to on the episode today? Yeah. Um, so I just, it's kind of finished. It's in the mix phase now, but we have this remix on my song called Upside Down that I just released under Hey Serena. And, um, we did a full remix on it. So it's like, I think the original is at like 120 BPM and this one's 130. So it's much faster, like it's much more for like dancing. And um, I got to work with this very talented producer. He goes by Feather. Um, I'll send you his information because he is like very talented. And we just finished up that production. And I actually, right before I got on with you, I just sent all the stems because I was attempting to mix it, but I'm like, ah, man, I just don't want to mix it. I just want to start a new song. So I just actually exported all the stems out to my mix engineer, Eric Westmass. Um, great mix engineer, super talented, takes pride in all of his work. So, um, yeah. And then I guess I have been working with this other guitar, guitar. I was about. I was gonna say guy, and I mix guitar and guy. Guitar, guy. Guy Taurus. He's a guy Taurist. Yeah, yeah, guy Taurus. I'm working with this guitarist named Cedric, and um, we've been making a lot of house type dance music songs with his guitar. So it's interesting. Yeah, nice. Well, I, I again, I, I like what we were talking about before we started recording about you know, kind of delegating work to other people or at least like having other people's input creatively on your own work. Um, Cause like, we, I think we both agreed on that, which is like, you could do it all yourself and it's, it's nice to have that control, but it's also nice to, you know, see what other people can put into the work uh, and give their own input. And then you end up with something even better when it's all said and done, um, which is super yeah, nice. For sure. It, yeah. It's, it's, it is a lot whenever you're coming up with the track, figuring out the kick drum, the snare drum, the cymbal, the piano, all that. 
and then okay you got the track done okay now time to write okay so we're, we're gonna write oh yeah okay now you have to come up with the melodies okay got the melodies down okay now you hate the song oh i hate the song oh well now i gotta mix it because i've spent 12 15 hours mm. on this song i can't just put it on my laptop and let no one hear it because what a waste of time so now i'm gonna mix this song that i absolutely despised and then i'm gonna put this song out three months later oh yeah and then i have to do all the marketing and make all the promo for the song i actually don't even like it's just it was too much yeah you got to do so, that, and then you got to repeat the process over and over and over and over. Over and over <laughs> for, for, and who knows if you'll get paid. Mm. And I hate to be bringing up the whole, like, pay thing, but after a while, you know, it starts to wear on you mm. when you're working for little pay. You know what I'm saying? It really does. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, you should just do it for the love of it. Okay. Sure, I'd be happy. To, I'd be happy to. I am doing it for the love mm -hmm. of it. But there comes a time where I think I'd like to eat a filet mignon every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> you got to know your worth too. And you know I would I mean? like to, so exactly, yep. exactly. So yeah, delegating the the workload is a new goal, or it's going to be a new thing of mine that I want to do with the new year. Mm. That's super, super great and definitely important for, I think, any creative, honestly, because like like we said, you, you get lost kind of trying to do everything on your own. But when you have those people to go to, definitely important to use, you know, those resources and get that input. So super great. And what else do you think yeah. you're doing to kind of, you know, free your mind creatively as far as doing, you know, other things, hobbies or just in your day to day life? Like currently, what has that been for you? kind of just you know get back on track or if you need to channel inspiration wherever you've been finding that i've been watching this girl named abraham hicks on youtube she's all about meditation and energy work and the power of um, positive thinking in your mind it sounds pretty kooky but a lot of what she says is um pretty much it, it's pretty logical um, so I've been watching her a lot every morning I make breakfast, I'll listen to her. And then, um, I was meditating. I got up to 20 minutes of meditation this past summer where I was sitting there for 20 minutes and just meditation. And I fell off the wagon this past fall. Um, but I'm trying to get back into, um, meditating in the mornings. Cause that honestly really does help me. Um, and then other things I'm doing, honestly, DJing is a distraction from producing. I'll practice DJing and just spinning other people's music. It's, it's actually um, fun to me. Mm -hmm. It's actually fun. And producing is fun too, but it is such a daunting task in the beginning when you're, you know, like making a whole new song. It's, it's just, here we go, 20 hours. Mm -hmm. Let's get ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. Yep. So, um, DJing has been a great distraction. Um, you know, what else have I been doing? Um, I've been traveling a lot, going to Ohio and back. That's been a distraction. The holidays were pretty busy for me, so 
that was a distraction too. But I guess the main things are meditation, DJing, and cooking. I've been cooking a lot too. Nice. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, again, I, th- I think that just finding, you know, I, I think it changes over the years for everybody too, like what their things are that they can use to kind of take their mind off things and then recharge and come back as well. So uh, even like the meditation yeah, thing, definitely... even with the meditation thing, like when yeah. you said you fell off, like it's never too late to even get back on, you know what I mean? So and just finding like True. ways to do that. So True. And I like, honestly, I was kind of suffering burnout for a little while this past fall with um producing music and writing and all that I I was really going through burnout because I would I would have some of my friends come up and ask what I'm doing then they tell me what they're doing and they were all artists singer songwriters and I would just get annoyed when they would tell me what their projects are like I would just instantly feel myself just getting like annoyed with them telling me what they're doing Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay I shouldn't be getting annoyed at what they're doing, but I was just like, who cares? Why are you chasing this thing? That's not doing anything. Like who cares? And I had to take a step back and kind of like self reflect and look at what I'm doing. And it's like, wait, you're like burning your stick at both ends. And you have to have life experiences to make good music. And all I was doing was sitting at my desk and, working, working, producing, trying to make the best track. And I wasn't really like going out and living or, or, or actually having life experiences because every time I would go out and have life experiences, I felt guilty because I felt like I'm not working and I should be sitting on my laptop making a V. And it's like, no, like even when I, at first when I started meditating, I kind of felt guilty because I'm like, oh, I'm just sitting here. But it's like, honestly, the hard work is meditation. Mm-hmm. Like making a B is not that hard. At least nowadays it's not i mean it is hard actually making a good beat is hard um but I, i'm trying to get over that and i'm not as um burnt out as i was three months ago so that's yeah. good well that's another thing i think everybody deals with at one time or another especially creatives too because it's just like even trying to find that strength to look inward is hard you know, for a lot of people, I think, too, and just sure. being like, let me just step back, self-reflect, see what I have to do or see where I need to shift. And, uh, yeah, definitely like what you said with you got to live life, too, to even have these experiences and then come back to be able to make the art. Um, and that's what it's all about. So yes. congrats yes. on that for you. Yes. Congrats on your journey. Is so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And do you have any final words of wisdom today as we wrap up? Ooh, um, man, that's right on that. Now you put me on the spot. Um, keep a positive mindset, even though it's hard sometimes, because if you think you can't, then you absolutely can't. And if you can, then you absolutely can. So, and if Post Malone can do it, then so can you. (laughs) Mindset is definitely so much and people overlook it so definitely definitely important well serena i want to say yeah go ahead i was just saying even with your health too like if you think you're sick you're you're gonna be sick yeah so yeah absolutely well serena i gotta say again thank you so much for you know wanting to come back on the show and uh it was great to catch up with you i'm I'm glad to see you're still doing your thing and 
doing new exciting things too so we're gonna have to stay in touch again and uh if we do a part three you know maybe in person i don't know we'll see what we'll see what happens yeah maybe if i'm in ohio hopefully thanks everyone for listening today that was episode 193 we'll be back this time next week as always hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds and feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode so we'll see you then Thanks, everyone.